I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Out of Spec Podcast. I'm Max. With me is Ryan from Out of Spec. Hello. Hey, everyone. How's it going? Going well, Ryan. And uh, today I want to talk about an interesting thing that you brought up with me, which is the lease loophole. Basically, we all know about the federal tax credit, and I'll bring up on screen here the IRS's website uh, for EVs, right, where you can get $7,500 as a refund for your next tax year for buying an electric car. Uh, But there's some very specific requirements for that that a lot of compelling vehicles don't meet, right, Ryan? That's exactly right. Uh, there's there's a lot of uh, things that have to happen for you to qualify for that $7,500. One of them is on that page, you're seeing that uh, income limit. Another big one is uh, vehicles must have their final assembly in North America. So that eliminates uh, quite, a, quite a good number of electric vehicles and plug-in hybrids uh, from receiving this tax credit. Yeah, my personal favorite, one of, the, one of my personal favorites, the Ionic 5, a great vehicle, super compelling value that lost its tax credit now with this new 2023 regime with how it works uh, because it's not built in North America. And I think it's a shame because it's such a good value. Uh, but now cars like ID4, Model Y, much more compelling because they do get the credit and this doesn't. Right. And uh Back in December, the uh, IRS uh, released some information and, and basically some of the answered some of the FAQs. And uh, one of the things that they introduced was basically a loophole. Uh, do you want to go ahead and try and explain that? Uh, sure. Yeah. Feel free to c- jump in and correct me here. But as I understand it, basically, because leases are considered corporate fleets, there are actually laxer requirements for those than there are for, you know, c- commercial uh, not sorry, non-commercial, just normal customers buying a vehicle. So for that reason, a lot of these vehicles that let's just say have too small of a battery or um, weren't made in the U.S., they actually do qualify with a lease. And that uh, leasee, you know, usually the auto company's finance arm can actually pass on that tax credit to the consumer uh, to realize that discount uh, in a way that you wouldn't get if you were buying the car outright. Yep, that's exactly right. And uh 
to me, it's a bit of a head scratcher as far as why this is allowed. It, it kind of just circumvents the whole like North America assembly, uh, the whole purpose of that. But, you know, uh, as a consumer, as someone who, who might be buying one of these vehicles, it's, it's really great news. Uh, and, uh, something to be noted is, uh, pay attention to how they're applying that tax credit a lot of times. And what you would hope for is a capitalized cost reduction, which is basically essentially that $7,500 is acting as a down payment for you. So you'll see that full $7,500 realized for you. And that'll, that'll come in the form of uh, lower monthly payments for you. Yeah. So uh, Ryan, do you have like an example uh, of a manufacturer vehicle you know of that would be that kind of um, that setup where you realize a lower monthly payment because the tax credits passed on as a down payment on the lease? Yes. Uh, uh, for example, uh, Volkswagen and Audi right now, they are currently have a lease deal where they offer $7,500 off and that is a capitalized cost reduction. So you'll see that full $7,500 and that'll basically be calculated out to reduce your monthly payments. Monthly payments are dependent on a lot of things, but that $7,500 could potentially reduce your lease monthly payments by 100 to 200 or more dollars. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. And I always thought that leasing an EV is an interesting idea to begin with, because right, leasing is based off the depreciation of the vehicle. And we've seen that, aside from some recent Tesla price cuts, uh, that generally EVs hold a lot of their value, um, their residual value pretty well, because the expensive components in them, the batteries and stuff, assuming they're properly cooled, cough, cough, Matthews on leaf, um, that they, they hold up well in terms of value, meaning that I feel like a lot of EVs, you're actually getting a pretty decent lease deal compared to, let's say, an ICE luxury vehicle from Audi, like a RS7, that might be a sweet car, but probably is going to depreciate a lot because of all of those, um, you know, combustion components. 100%. Uh, I, I couldn't agree more. I think uh, definitely pay attention to the residual values on leases for EVs. Uh, just like as an example, uh, Look at use prices for uh, e-trons uh, and then compare that to, say, like a Q5 or Q7. Um, I think that you'll see there's there's not exactly the same type of uh, depreciation in, in the EVs as you see in uh, especially like luxury uh, crossovers, SUVs in that market. Absolutely. And it feels like a lot of these EVs really um, in the luxury space, you're better off leasing them because buying them, right, the outright cost can be so high. And in some of these cases, uh, like ID4s built in 2022, you wouldn't be getting the tax uh, credit at all because they wouldn't be eligible for it before. But thanks to this lease loophole, which currently exists, um, you kind of can realize uh, some discount, which I think is a very good thing. And something that you absolutely should take advantage of. It's kind of, um, there's this tradition, I think, of lease hacking. And it's good to see it finally um, come to EVs in this, I think, pretty significant way. Absolutely. And, and another point for a lot of people, I think this will be relevant, is uh, that $7,500 tax credit if you purchase the vehicle. Even if you, you know, meet the income requirements, you get a vehicle purchase, uh, assembled in North America, rather, um, you do all that stuff. If you don't have a high enough tax liability, you won't get that full $7,500 refund. It's not refundable. It won't roll over to the next year. So if your tax liability isn't $7,500, that's tough. Uh, exactly. And yet another, option, yeah. you'll get all of it. Exactly. Yeah. So w whether you make too little or too much income for that credit to apply, this is a great way around it because guess what? It's the corporate fleet that's getting that discount. So they pass it on to you uh, with hopefully lower monthly payments. Now, is there another way that this can work for different manufacturers where maybe the consumer doesn't get as much benefit here? 
Yeah, there's there's some ways where it would be possible uh, for a manufacturer to implement uh, this tax credit that wouldn't be the best way for you as a consumer. Uh, for example, if they were to uh, take that $7,500 off the MSRP and then also adjust the residual with that, that could affect uh, your payments and, and the payment plans, the everything with that, uh, not in exactly the same way, and you won't quite see the full $7,500 realized in your pocket. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of, I know it's a gray area for a lot of these manufacturers. We know VW and Audi are kind of promoting this as an incentive, but um, for certain manufacturers, I guess this is kind of still ambiguous. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot up in the air. There have not been a lot of announcements. I know uh, actually another vehicle that uh, does have this is the uh, new Alfa Romeo Tonale plug-in hybrid. Uh, so that's, that's another option. Um, yeah, and but, that's a super compelling one because, you know, Alfa Romeo, um, it's the kind of vehicle that I've always think uh, you might want to lease uh, because it's a plug-in hybrid, complicated uh, Stellantis vehicle, right? So, like, uh, probably makes a lot of sense to lease it as opposed to own it. Uh, and then here you go. You get these uh, lower uh, monthly lease payments um, for this plug-in hybrid not built in the U.S. that otherwise wouldn't be eligible. Right, exactly. Uh, as as a consumer who might end up leasing something, I'm pretty happy about it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then it, it's pretty good for some of these automakers too. Like Mercedes is saying they're doing pretty well because of uh, passed on, in part because of passed on lease incentives, right? Yeah, that was uh, just confirmed by the uh, CEO, I think yesterday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it seems like the German brands are really capitalizing this uh, on this, which makes sense. Uh, I know like in Volkswagen's case, they now have the Chattanooga plant for ID4, but I know a lot of the Mercedes and um, other Volkswagen Group products really do have a lot of the vehicle and in, in most cases, the battery assembled elsewhere. And so once, as we get stricter and stricter requirements into this new tax credit, um, hope, I think they're, I'm guessing, planning to leverage this to uh, their customers, because a lot of their customers, let's face it, would be leasing anyways uh, for these luxury makes. So makes a lot of sense, uh, makes, you know, vehicles like an EQS somewhat more compelling, um, especially given how expensive they are. Absolutely. And I really appreciate you bringing up that uh, battery information stuff. So uh, currently how it is, is any vehicle with final assembly in North America gets that full $7,500. Sometime in March, we're supposed to get some sort of update from the IRS that explains uh, battery critical material sourcing. So uh, the battery materials must be sourced from uh, specified locations and areas, uh, and that will further limit what vehicles can get uh, the full tax credit since you would only qualify for half of it if you don't have the appropriate battery. So once March comes around, I think we'll see even more vehicles starting to have these uh, $7,500 lease deals uh, so that people can realize that full tax incentive, even if that car may not technically fully qualify under a purchase. Yep. We'll definitely have to cover that as it comes out in March. Cause yeah, a lot of the automakers themselves don't know yet. They can't really confirm or deny one way or the other. So lots of updates to be had, but super exciting news uh, for anyone who uh, can't is eligible to lease an EV uh, do consider it right now. And then uh, Brian, are there other kinds of incentives floating around that people maybe should be aware of uh, when it comes to leasing or just getting a new EV in some way? Uh, that they can maybe add on to this? Of course, yeah. Uh, one thing that you always need to check out that I, I love to bring up is uh, your local state incentives. Uh, some of them do offer assistance for leases, not all of them. 
I remember I was looking, uh, I think in California, some of their uh, clean vehicle rebate program may offer some options uh, for leases. Yeah, California always has a lot of great rebates. Our utility uh, companies here in Colorado offer some pretty, like Excel, which is one of the big energy providers, uh, actually has like a buyer's guide website where they recommend here's good EVs to buy. And uh, they have some, I think, incentives in the thousands of dollar range uh, when you are getting a new vehicle. Yeah, up to, uh, depending on uh, your income, that's an income-based incentive, but for new vehicles, it can be up to $5,500. For used vehicles, it's up to $3,000. So definitely check that out. Absolutely. And I can only imagine, this is more speculative, but you know, as these vehicles come online with, let's say, vehicle degraded capability, stuff like the Ford Lightning, et cetera, uh, I can only imagine it's going to be a sweeter, sweeter deal for these utility companies, not just to incentivize buy an EV because it's yet another appliance that we can bill you for, but also, oh, this can actually help stabilize the grid. So I don't think these power uh, and utility incentives are going to go away. In fact, I, I suspect they're only going to get stronger as EVs become more and more of a force um, on the power grid. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I think we're already starting to see that with some home batteries. Uh, I think there are some programs around the country where you can basically offer up your, your home battery to occasionally be used to help uh, even out loads on the grid uh, and you get paid uh, pretty well for it. Uh, a lot of people say that it covers uh, the cost of their system. Yeah. My aunt and uncle, uh, I think justified a Tesla power wall in their house in Berkeley uh, for that reason. So, you know, lots of exciting stuff to be out there, but uh, we made this episode sort of just as a PSA to tell you guys about this lease loophole, take advantage. It's kind of sweet. Hopefully it sticks around. Uh, but thank you so much for joining me, Ryan. And thank you everyone for kind of tuning into this. Stay tuned because this tax credit is always an ongoing situation, but I'm so glad we could cover um, this part of it. Yeah, of course. It was great talking with you, Max. All right. Have a good one. You too. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.